0: The
1: SGP and IDP Pro Players Podcast is proud to be presented by WinBet, the official online sportsbook of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. And without further ado, here are your veteran IDP pros, Johnny the Greek and Gary the IDP Tipster.
2: Welcome back to the IDP Pros Podcast. Winbet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, Winbet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100, and get a $100 free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T state restrictions apply we're also brought to you by the college basketball experience march madness is heating up and you need to subscribe to the college basketball experience it's awesome baby my name is johnny the greek i am joined this week with the usual suspects plus one we've got gary the idp tipster gary how are you hello 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 And this week we got a special guest from the IDP guys, the content manager, editor, ranker, and Philly guy, Dynasty Santa at Dynasty Santa on Twitter, Mr. Steve Thomason. Steve, how are you? Yo, yo, go birds. That's right, go birds. We'll we'll get (laughs) get into that. But uh, how are things, man? Good to have you. Good, good. Yeah,
1: just, uh, I mean, it's basketball season now officially. So, you know, sort of um, decompressing from from a hell of a, a year and a season this past year. But of course, we've got all the fun combine stuff to, to go over now, but slowly transitioning into, into basketball season.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: I hear you, man. I've been losing my bets there instead of football, so <laughs> I, I hear you. <laughs> uh, stay clear, man. Stay clear. That's what I, I just stay clear. <laughs> don't don't let them have your cash. But uh, no. but yeah. So we we've got a special treat for everyone this week. We'll do the normal shindig with Steve, and then we got a really nice edition of Boomer Bust. We'll get into so. Let's start with the past, then we'll get to the present and the future. Steve, let's go back to the Super Bowl. You are the biggest <laughs> Eagles fan I know. Hell, hell of a season for the Eagles, man. I say that as a Cowboys fan. You guys got a great team. Thoughts on that Super Bowl and the future of the Eagles? Let's start there.
1: Obviously, quite a frustrating way to, to end. Uh, you know, a pretty nice run there um, throughout the year with uh, with the penalty you know, happening and being called. So um, very, very disappointing and frustrating uh, from both as a fan and even stepping back objectively as just a fan of football, that felt just like, I compare it to the the Rounders um, scene where Teddy KJB just, is like i i feel so unsatisfied like it's it just didn't deserve to end that way even you know like i said speaking as just a fan of football I'm not even necessarily an eagles fan so i'm excited for the future i think we have a lot of good pieces in place as usual the coordinators get poached but that's sort of to be expected but you know you gotta have faith in the in the man running running things and uh you know i feel like hertz is going to be with us for for some time here so excited for the future and, and hope
2: we can get back there absolutely man and i'm with you on 100 on that when uh took a knee at the one and oh. ran the clock down i was just so pissed off i was like this is such a dumb way to end this Ugh, brutal i was pulling for the birds man i was pulling <laughs> for you. the birds thank you Let's time travel a little bit. So you do a ton at IDP, guys, from content managing to ranking. To uh, you and Faith, do the vast majority of editing over there. How did how did that happen? How'd you get here? How'd you get on IDP Twitter? How'd you get this far into fantasy football? Take us through the journey.
1: Yeah, the the good old uh, fun streets of fantasy football Twitter pretty much led me here. Um, you know, of course, when I did my first IDP league, I think it was like. Uh, 2015, 2016, something like that. And I just fell in love with it immediately, started me down the rabbit hole of researching, trying to find resources, which led me to fantasy Twitter. You know, I had always written draft grades and funny, you know, weekly message posts for my, for my home league, kind of feel like I'm a decent writer. So, you know, found Nate, I think did a post uh, looking for writers, happened to stumble upon it, came aboard hung around for a year, did a handful of articles, kind of disappeared for a little while, came back, decided I wanted to be involved. I didn't know that I could commit to some sort of, you know, weekly article commitment, but I just wanted to be involved and which kind of led me down to this road where we are now, helping out with editing. Um, I still write every now and then. I was doing our injury article, but doing ranking now. I'm actually probably doing more than if I would have just stayed on as writer, but it is so hard to keep those creative juices flowing every single week writing. Uh, I think you both can mm-hmm. <laughs> empathize with that very much so. Um, so Amen, brother.
0: Amen, races. man. <laughs> Don't we know it.
1: So yeah, so I love having sort of my hand in, the, in a lot of pots and sort of trying to wrangle the, the herd here to, to keep our content pumping out. So
2: yeah, absolutely, man. And we're glad to have you. We really are. You're, you're a solid dude, no doubt. And what I really enjoy about you is you're just as sick in the head as I am. When it, <laughs> like when I hit you yeah. up, hey, I got a super flex full IDP with no bench. You're like, oh yeah, that sounds great. Let's do that immediately. <laughs> <laughs> a true idp pro
0: ladies and gentlemen
2: that's right true degenerate too degenerate so with with that being said what what is your favorite format is it is it just straight idp are you a super flex full idp guy like what for, ideally for you what's your favorite format
1: yeah, I definitely wear that degenerate uh, badge with honor for sure. Um, yeah, at this point, it, it's dynasty with, with IDP. So basically mirroring a full NFL roster with as much GM capabilities as possible. So 53-man rosters, 11 versus 11, 11 offense, 11 defense. If you could throw a salary cap in there, you know that's nice, a nice little sprinkle on top. But um, just, yeah, Dynasty with, uh, you know, even offense versus defense is is by far my favorite format at this point.
2: WinBet is the official online sportsbook of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. WinBet is active in a ton of states, and there are tons of ways to win, including live betting and same-game parlays, also known as WinBet's Build-Your-Own-Bet. March Madness is almost here. There are plenty of ways to win, getting down on the NBA, NHL, and XFL specials. Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet $100, get $100 in site credit. Limited to state availability. And of course, for our degenerates only, if you hit the biggest log shot parlay of the week, you get $1,000 in site credit. There's so much to choose from, all you have to do is head on over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash winbet so that they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. This offer is subject to change, terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where play through winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. The IDP Pros Podcast is also brought to you by the SGPN Merch Store. The SGPN Merch Store continues to add new items to the store every day. Head over to store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com to get your favorite shirts, hats, sweats, and hoodies. My new personal favorite item is the XFL Gambling Podcast t-shirt. And just in time for March, 10% off when you spend more than $40 and use the code MADNESS. That's code MADNESS. Gary was actually Mm -hmm. talking to the All-22 guys uh, the other day. I I was trying to get him on that wagon. I'm a virgin, man. I'm a virgin. (laughs) I was was digging that shit,
0: man, that uh, whole uh, uh, defensive scheme change, you know, Mm -hmm. personnel adjustments, man. I'm getting ready to really dive into that. Do it.
1: Absolutely do it. I jumped in this year and absolutely loved the format. Um, Yeah, it's it's basically Dynasty – 53-man rosters, all that good stuff, but it's, you know, based on PFF grading, um, which shows, you know, a lot of the criticism, right, for IDP is bad players score well a lot of times. Mm -hmm. Um, So this kind of Goes against that philosophy and, and sort of more uh, scores for for talent and abilities. So shut down corners, you know, linebackers who are good in coverage, not bad, as some of our top IDP linebackers often nope. are. So I fell in love with that format. I came in second. I got, I got kind of screwed with the uh, Bills-Bengals game a little bit. But, uh, yes, I, that is an, a really fun format. I'm looking forward to continuing checking that out.
0: Oh yeah i i got to check that out real Definitely quick here
1: recommend it
0: <laughs> oh yeah it sounds so cool that was yeah. at all underscore 22 i believe on twitter check that out
2: yeah that's yeah right. yeah those are salad dudes that's uh yeah it's a really good format good stuff there man all right well uh we've established you're a degenerate let's get uh are you a i all mean right. i'm gonna go off i'm gonna go off script a little bit are you a betting guy
1: so I have an interesting relationship with betting. I'm sort of like a recovering better. Um, I, I I pay attention and like, I, I give my friends recommendations. Like I watch lines and stuff like that, but I haven't ponied up because I'm just sort of not to um, sort of devalue like a recovering alcoholic. But to me, it's like sort of similar to that. I'm a little scared to put the money in the account and get going. So I think I'm going to, slowly dip in this coming football season, but I grew up gambling. Um, it's what led me to fantasy and why I love fantasy. So I've, I've been through uh, my shares of gambling and uh, I just have a lot of other responsibilities these days. So I try to take it a little easy there, but I, I have the apps. Like I'm always watching the lines, talking through bets with my friends who are placing bets. So um, I kind of live vicariously to them right now. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I hear you, man. It can definitely <laughs> get on top of you quick. You got to you got to have limits and and know them. That's for sure. Yes.
3: <laughs> Fact. The National Breast Cancer Foundation reports that a woman is diagnosed with breast cancer every two minutes. And we already know finding new innovations in research, surgical options and clinical trials is essential to finding a cure. And to all those fantasy football ladies that may be listening. We also know with early detection, your survival rate goes up. And that's why breast self-exams are very important, and the best way to give your old girls their best fighting chance to win the championship. So, with all that being said, the fellas here at the IDP Pro Players Pod would like to remind everyone, the National Breast Cancer Foundation does take donations, so please, go and give what you can, and let's give our mothers, our wives, our sisters, and every woman, the support, the resources, and maybe even more importantly, the hope by knowing we all really do care.
2: All right. Well, we we can do some no strings attached betting here though. Let's let's get your ones for next season. I mean, it's it's March 3rd, so <laughs> grain of salt here, but if you had to guess who are going to be the top guys at every position next year for P. let's start with safety. Who's going to be your number 1 guy coming out of next season?
1: Um, I think a lot of people are fading him and expecting a little regression um, from from his rookie year here, but I really think Jalen Petrie is going to keep up uh, the good work. So um, obviously, Derwin's the easy choice, but that's no fun. Um, give me the the young up and coming guy. I really think uh, you know Petrie's going to going to keep that steam rolling. So I like him.
0: Damn, I love it. I love that <laughs> shit, man. Love it. Let's go! Oh,
2: yeah! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's I like that. That's a good answer. Got a lot of Petrie. How about defensive tackle? Me and me and Gary were talking about this last week. It, defensive tackle hasn't been this loaded since like the Carter administration. It's it's beautiful,
1: right? Like Donald's clearly on his way out. Um, and even if he is playing again, you know, he's battling age, he's battling injury. Um, I like the, the 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 young lions again. So I like Quinnen Williams. Um, to take over that number one spot. But there is a ton of guys who I kind of have all in the same tier there. But if I'm forced to pick just one, I think I'm rolling with Quinn and Williams.
2: Nice. Yep. Nice. Can't, yep. Yep. Can't <laughs> argue no. with that. The hell no. <laughs> uh, all right. How about inside linebacker? If you had to go with like a combined tackle floor guy. This one, I think I'm sticking with
1: uh, more of a chalk play. Tough to bet against Roquan, right? And yeah, with you know even with the move we we saw him putting up you know he didn't really step back too much um and i think just another year of getting comfortable with the guys around him and all that they rotate that d line so much that uh and, and it's, it's still a very old line with guys who were previously talented but you don't have a lot of young talent on that defensive line so i feel like a lot of especially running plays, are going to make it to his, his level. If we're talking bets, I think uh, a nice little future on him leading the, the league in tackles, overtaking Foyer this upcoming year would be something I would sprinkle a little, a couple bucks on.
0: I wanted to ask, I've been talking about Patrick Queen for a little bit and his whole Roquan Smith, so uh, I kind of took a wild guess that they might put him on the trade block. If that's possible, what do you think that they could get for him? Pick wise,
1: who for Patrick Queen, so former first rounder, but I feel like he hasn't really lived up to the expectations. He's shown flashes, so I think it would be tough for them to get even a second rounder back. Would probably be a lot and probably an overpay, so maybe like a third, maybe a third and a fifth, a third and like a, a decent backup linebacker, or something like that. Yeah, it's a tough, I feel like guys people don't trade for, for linebackers too, too often, unless they're like God level tier guys, like, like Roquan is. So yeah, that's tough. I feel like I could see them just keeping him and, and just trying to deploy him more kind of transition to more of like these, like a Hassan Reddick style, like right, more of an right. edge rusher, big right. play guy, pass mm-hmm. rusher, then, then relying on him to uh, cover or, or stuff the run these.
2: Yep. All right, good stuff there. How about uh edge? I'm just going to combine outside Ooh. linebacker and DE into edge since MFL just did that, so we may as well go with yeah. that. What do you guys? Wow. You guys
0: like that, man? I love it. I, I have, love it. Yeah,
2: right. I nice add see... you to the other Gary.
0: Yes, yes. <laughs> Mr. Davenport did very well, very well. Yes. He listened to the people. That's nice.
1: Yeah, I think he was always listening to us. He just had a lot of red tape to fight through. To help. <laughs> get it in place so i'm glad that i'm glad that mfl finally listened to him <laughs> to, all right to get right. these changes implemented so i'm gonna go with my guy this is a heart my head thinks that it, you know it's gonna be tough for him to actually come in as the number one but my heart is rooting for him i love i just love his story max crosby um, I'm a big, big fan. Um, I love the fact that all those tackles last year for, you know, at the end, ed, edge rushing guy, plus the sacks on top, you know, Parsons is the easy answer, but it feels like he's sack or bust last year. You know, he wasn't like racking up tackles too frequently. So, um, whereas Max at least gives you that floor. So he's, he's my, my heart. Number one.
2: Are you having a hard time meeting great people to date? Why do you keep trying the same methods over and over if you know you're set up to fail? It's time to say goodbye to swiping and bring back the human touch to dating with Talkify. Talkify is the country's number one modern matchmaking service that's designed to help you achieve relationship success. Their trusted compatibility specialists hand-select successfully and compelling candidates so you can date consciously and productively. Here's how it works. The Talkify matchmakers meet with you to learn about what you're looking for in a partner. They'll then select and screen potential match candidates for you, doing background checks, video interviews, and asking the tough questions that are too awkward for those first dates. From there, your matchmaker plans your date introductions and handles all communication for you, creating a safe and stress-free dating experience. Talkify is committed to finding your match. 80% of clients met their person within the first 12 matches. And right now, Talkify is offering our listeners 20% off when you become a client at Talkify.com slash SGPN. That's T-A-W-K-I-F-Y dot com slash SGPN for 20% off when you become a client. Talkify.com backslash SGPN. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog is your home for off-season NFL best ball drafts, but they also got you covered with a ton of other daily games, including NBA, NHL, and PGA. Underdog Fantasy is a great way to get down on your favorite player props, especially if they're not available in your state. Head over to underdogfantasy.com and use the promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN.
0: And about Parsons. You guys think that he'll remain an edge rusher for his entire career, or will they eventually move him inside and... You know, rush him from the interior like a Bobby Wagner type. Sam Williams is developed. He's a second rounder from last year. We know that the Dallas will go ahead and draft. Uh, it's right. going to be a little bit interesting. So I actually, you know, I had Max Crosby up there too at number one, just for that fact, and then put Parsons there at five. He just seems to be trending,
1: you know, sort of inconsistently. Guy, you're the Cowboys fan. How? What's your... Take on on Parsons.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, I don't, I don't. In Dynasty, I don't have any Parsons because mm-hmm. he's too expensive. And mm-hmm. you're right; you either get a lot or nothing. And mm-hmm. yeah, with with guys like Max, you're going to get tackles and force fumbles and pass defense and all kinds of other stuff. And Crosby, yeah. I think I looked at this last year had like one or two games where he didn't match his or beat his projection. Yeah, well. can't <laughs> ask
1: for much more than that, right? <laughs> right. <laughs>
2: Parsons was blissed 114
0: times his rookie season. This past year, they only did a 68. Ooh. And if you notice, it went even towards the end of the season that he really kicked it in for the playoff run.
1: And I feel like, didn't Crosby, um, I think he kind of got screwed for the MFL players last year. I think he got moved to a linebacker, actually. So now hopefully he's back at DE, which will hopefully please a lot of his MFL owners. <laughs> if I recall that correctly, I think that's what happened.
0: I sure. thought he might have made the cut, but I might have that wrong.
1: Okay, maybe they flipped yeah. him back. At one point, he was flipped and maybe yeah, they fixed
2: yeah. it. But. Yeah. yeah, either way, we're going to get a lot of guys back that we didn't have, mm-hmm. which is good.
0: <laughs> well, that's an advantage sleepers had for a while, you know, with that dual designation is you could do this with these guys, these edge rushers, these three, four outside linebacker DL types. So just to
1: plug the the IDP guys, what we're trying yes. to do over there with our rankings, right? So with our dynasty rankings, mm-hmm. we kind of try to blend the, the sleeper and for the MFL users when it comes to these edge rushers, essentially. So we have them classified in our rankings as edge, but then if you click to DL, it'll give you your actual dns your dts and the edge guys and if you flick over to linebackers it'll give you your traditional linebackers mixed with the edge guys as well and we sort of try to rank and group them in those different scenarios so we're trying to appease both both of the platform dueling wars there right <laughs>
0: Hell yeah nice
2: good stuff man all right so let's wrap it up with cb hey. cornerback one for next year and then we got some boomer bust coming
1: nice nice yeah CB is completely unpredictable all right so i'm just gonna go with a dark horse guy a guy that was so marcus jones is the easy answer with the with the crazy ceiling we've seen him have and potentially playing on offense a little bit, but I think for consistency sake, if he can just stay healthy, another Raider, um, I really like Nate Hobbs. Um, yeah. He was playing, he had an awesome 2021, 20, uh, to, especially to end the year. And then he started off 22 pretty hot, battled some injuries, came back, did okay. I think he had like one decent game mixed in there. But I think if he can stay healthy, he he can give you you know a really consistent floor with some with some high ceiling upside on top of it. So that's my dark dark horse. And CV is a complete. You might as well flip a hundred coins. <laughs> exactly.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: Well, you're you're in the right division at least. Yeah. AFC West. That's a great yeah. spot to yeah. uh, stream a coin. Yeah. That's for yeah. sure. <laughs> I was
0: just sitting there taking notes. I'm a safety guy.
2: Yeah, (laughs)
1: there
3: you go. But I got that written down. Ever notice these days how things have changed with sports entertainment? Suddenly everyone is edgy and they don't mind offending people with offensive words. It's everywhere. Podcasts, radio, to primetime TV. All I want are NFL defensive player reports. Maybe a quick update on the best streaming corners. And yet I have to hear about the dirty O. That's right. (gasps) Offensive player discussions and hot takes blocking my path to the sweet sweet defensive information I need. Bullshit. That was, until I found the IDP Pro Players Podcast. And now, unless the IDP Pros, John or Gary, mess up, Uh I know I'm not going to be offended by their no-dirty-O approach. So take my word for it. Catch the sports gambling IDP Pro Player Podcast every week and leave the dirty-O behind. So if you or someone you know has an IDP degenerate problem, that's terrific. And the fantasy move to make is to go follow a couple of the best veterans in the fantasy football industry. Uh. That was on Twitter at capital I, capital D, capital P, R O. One word at the IDP Pro Players Pod. Oh, yeah. Uh.
2: All right, so let's play a little Boomer Bust. Before we start, though, we do have some news to cover this week real quick. So first things first, John Johnson to be released. Do you guys think he lands? Well, he's going to land somewhere. Do, where do you think he lands? Do you think he has that old Rams position, or he continues to be the inconsistent Browns guy we saw?
1: Gosh. Yeah. I mean, could he make it back to the Rams? I feel like they could still use some safety help there. Yeah. Um
2: they could definitely use his
0: leadership and knowing how to run that defense that's for sure right right, yep, right. Yep.
1: so um, maybe a reunion i feel like they, you see that happen yep. pretty frequently um uh, it's probably a lot easier with defense too um to kind of slot him in so i guess uh, th- that's maybe a cop-out answer but it'd be cool to see him go back there try to think who like needs safety help that would i mean he's he's a veteran now so you kind of have to pay more than you might like to, to, to sign him, even if it's considered cheap.
0: There's I mean, at least got to be a half a dozen people out there or teams out of, out there that would love to have this guy. And yeah. I mean, eventually sign him. I, I'm a John Johnson fan, of course. You know, yeah, he's been kind of mediocre the last two years on average for the Browns. But uh, I got a little faith in him. I'm going to pay attention, and I hope his stock falls.
1: Yeah, he could be a very easy a nice guy like in these offseason trades like as a nice throw-in guy um absolutely i i would i would try to acquire him you know via if you're trying to make multiple player trades be like ah throw me in john johnson too like why not
0: <laughs> what do you think john you washing your hands you're you, you're trying to get in there
2: no, I'm not worried about it. To be no. honest with you, so, so oh. it, I'll, I'll adjust in season as is tradition. I saw something wild the other day, just about off-season trades. Like I'm not even thinking about that, man. It's basketball season. I got other hobbies.
0: Oh <laughs> yeah, World. World Cup's over, huh?
2: <laughs> That's right. World Cup is over, but there's other stuff. Uh, and the other piece of news, this was interesting. I don't know if you guys saw this. Byron Jones retires due to injury concerns. So, so I guess he had had a surgery and he was not able to even like really walk afterwards. So he's been forced to retire. Oh this God. is only a couple years removed from Pro Bowl cal- Pro Bowl caliber on the Cowboys and a really good season on the Dolphins. Kind of yeah, wild. Yeah, yeah. It's terrible. It's terrible.
1: NFL, not for long, right? Yeah. <laughs> Comes yeah. Life life, and those injuries come at you quick. So that's yeah. crazy. I think he had an awesome, pretty awesome career, a little up and down. But, um, yeah, that's crazy.
0: Yeah, it sucks, man. I mean, odds are when there's so many injuries in the NFL these days, mm-hmm. this is going to happen. Things mm-hmm. go left.
2: Absolutely. All right. Well, let's play some boomer bust and I'll throw these at you guys. I'll give you my two cents as well, but we'll just go position by position. We'll see how many we can get through. I'm just going to go safety linebacker DE, DT, and just keep rotating. We'll start at safety with next year. Mr. Jesse Bates, will he be a boomer bust because he is an unrestricted free agent? Last year, he gave us seventy-one combined tackles, eight pass defense, and four picks. Let's start with Steve. Thoughts on Jesse Bates for next year?
1: Yeah, I liked him early in in his career there with the Bengals. He was he was on the field one hundred percent of the time, just soaking off tackles. I even the pre-Logan Wilson days. But I'm going to label him a bust because I feel like he either is gone or even if he stays, I feel like he's, you know, we talked about John Johnson earlier. I feel like a very similar career arc happening here where he was good on on the rookie contract, but um, either a change of scenery I think that doesn't do any favors for him. He felt like a very kind of a system guy and needs to be on the field for 100 percent of snaps. I think we saw that decline um, this past year, and we obviously saw the production go go out the window with him. So um, I'm going, I'm going bust for this year.
0: I still like him a little bit. I I'd like sure. to see, I like to see what he has. I'm not putting a huge amount on him. I have nothing to disagree about unless he happens to hit that perfect scheme Mm -hmm. because we did see him back at the beginning of his career, have a couple good years, but that perfect scheme for him was not having Sam Hubbard and Trey Hendrickson and Mm -hmm. BJ Hill and that kind of defensive line or Logan Wilson and Mm -hmm. Jermaine Pratt. That was a totally different team that year that he had an outlier performance. But it's boomer bust.
2: I, I with the odds, bust is likely the better odds. Yep, I agree with you guys. I think it's going to be bust because I think they'll keep him as that floating free safety type guy. And mm-hmm. he, he was yeah. great for IDP when he had to do everything. He doesn't have mm-hmm. to do everything anymore.
0: And his first year, you know, he's going to be learning a new system. He's going to be probably oh. directing traffic. We've seen it with John Johnson, with uh, Jordan Whitehead, and blah, blah, blah. You know, these guys, that first year, they take a step back. So, yeah. hey, it's an easy call, as we mentioned. Lots mm-hmm. of DBs. Yes,
2: sir. All right, let's look at another DB here. We'll look at Gary's guy. So, Mr. Jonathan Owens of the Texans, who is also an unrestricted free agent, gave us 125 combined tackles last year, one sack and four pass defense. Uh Steve, let's start with you. Thoughts on Mr. Owens?
1: I think he's an easy bust. Um, I, I think they replace him. I was actually it kind of popped into my head at the end of the conversation about John Johnson. I was thinking. Texans, maybe, unless they draft another guy, that could be a landing spot for him potentially, which would unfortunately probably hurt him um, a little more. Probably going to play more of that free safety. But yeah, oh, you know, these kinds of guys come along every year, right? He literally came out of nowhere. Well, I know we were, most sites were projecting Eric Murray to be the the number two uh, next to Petrie, and that just didn't happen. I saw zero projections Mm -hmm. or news about that so everybody was just scrambling after week one to grab owens ditch murray and this happens every year owens was not good i'm pretty sure he had a putrid pff score if Mm -hmm. i recall correctly so i i yeah i don't i don't foresee him uh winning a starting job again i think that was a necessity Mm -hmm. play for the texans (laughs)
0: Breaks my heart, too, because I, I I actually nailed him at the beginning of the season a few weeks before we're letting a few people know on my app I had last year and such. I'm the one that put him on this list because, yeah, it's clearly going to happen. He's yeah. replaceable. They need to replace him. Nice.
2: All right. We're all in agreement then Bust for Mr. <laughs> Owens. Let's move over to linebacker and we'll start with a guy that I saw some wild ass shit on Twitter about the last couple of days, Alex Singleton, according to, I don't, I don't know what site it was, but that and projected at plus 48 tackles. More than the 163 combined he gave us this past season, so over over 200 combined tackles according to this site for the un, for the oh, unrestricted Jesus. for the unrestricted free agent who doesn't yeah. even have a team. Right thoughts thoughts on Mister Singleton. Well,
0: whoever wrote that got their knees dirty. <laughs> Funny, I I mean that would project him. Would you say over 200? I don't know. I mean, I know he's been doing it, but to put odds on that, oh, I'm betting against that 100%. Yeah,
1: yeah I think he's definitely in the bus category um, for sure. He didn't earn a starting job at the beginning of the year. It took injuries for him to even get on the field. I think that's a, a key indicator of what coaches think of him. He's just a nice depth guy. If you absolutely have to put him on the field, you do. He's a liability in coverage. He's the prime example of what I was talking about earlier. Versus when we were talking all twenty-two, he's one of these guys who's not particularly skilled. He's an IDP scoring monster at times. He's the perfect kind of guy to sell. Try mm-hmm. to maybe trick some newer players in your league. Like, yeah, you know, look at this—they're projecting him for even. Tackles next year. I'll give it to nah. me for like a second. I'll take a second. All right. 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 So yeah, I, I would say bust. Um, again, he's probably not going to land a starting role unless mm. somebody ahead of him gets injured, or he's more of the second guy on the field playing fifty to sixty percent of snaps.
2: Like, mm-hmm. right, no right. And no. and I, and I think wherever this was that projected this mm-hmm. is, is assuming that he's a starter week one and plays one hundred percent of snaps every week, which is is not likely
1: the idp pro players pod is also presented by idpguys.org where managers and fans can further fear fantasy football knowledge into the depths of dynasty individual defensive players super flex and beyond that was idpguys.org where they do way more than just defensive football
2: Let's look at another linebacker here. This is an interesting case. So Mr. Frankie Louvu, coming off his breakout season is a 2024 unrestricted free agent. So he's safe Mm -hmm. next year. Last year, he gave us... 111 combined tackles, nine tackle for loss, sorry, 19 tackle for loss, nine QB hits, seven sacks, a forced fumble, a pick, a touchdown, and four pass defenses. <laughs> Thoughts on Mr. Lubu Steve? He was
1: living on those big plays, right? I'll, I'll give him a, a boom. I'll give Frankie Lubu some love here. Um, like you said, he's he's sticking around. I think he, he earned a shot to remain, you know, having a significant role, playing significant snaps. And, if they, they use him in, the, in a similar role and then send him after the quarterback again, he showed us that he can do it. So, yeah, I'll give him a, a boom classification this year. I, I like him as a I, – I wouldn't reach for him. I think a lot of people are going to look at the last year's stats and probably take him in front of guys that they shouldn't yep. take him in front of. But uh-huh. um, I, I still would, would love to have him as like an LB2, LB3 on a, on a deeper, you know, dynasty roster.
0: The defensive scheme just really threw me off. He slid down my board. I'm not convinced at this point. And considering a dual designation change or whatever with the positions on MFL where I prefer to play uh, most of my leagues, I mean, it really depends where he lands. If he's still a linebacker, I'm not, I'm not interested because I don't think he's going to have that combined tackle ceiling. Not looking for his floor. Now a sacks might be interesting, but mm-hmm. gotta have the perfect case scenario there for me. So I I see him as a boom and a bust. It depends on what position you know where we're looking at. But as in uh, uh straightforward going with it, yeah, I'm all bust at this point. I don't I don't like a change. There's so many freaking linebackers. This right. free agency is just packed with a lot of good free agencies. That's yeah. the most of the most of the defensive uh, free agents this year are the inside linebacker positions or linebacker, pardon me. I think we're going to see some changes. I-, I think the guy's got talent, not excited about it, playing across from Brian Burns.
2: Yeah, I think if he can play more than Shaq Thompson does, mm-hmm. he'll be a boom, and he could, he could be a bust too. But I'm going to vote boom. Breaking the <laughs> boom. tie. All right, let's look at some defensive ends. I picked this one on purpose because Steve's here. Mr. Josh <laughs> Sweat coming off a – Awesome season. He is a 2025 unrestricted free agent. Last year, he gave us 48 combined tackles, 15 tackles for loss, 23 QB, hits 11 sacks, a pick, a touchdown, a forced fumble. Thoughts on Mr. Sweat?
1: Yeah, that pick and the touchdown are definitely boosting him a little bit. Um, but even regardless, it's I I can't. I can't give him a bust. Uh, I, I gotta. I gotta give him a boom. I think they're they're set up to keep this rolling. I don't know why they couldn't. Obviously, they had a pretty historic season, but I just really love Josh Sweat. I've been touting uh-huh. him for a couple of years now. I have him on almost all of my dynasty rosters, so that just tells you how I feel about him. We're considering reaching or beating this past year's production then I might have to say bust. But if we're saying coming close or maybe 10 sacks and, you know, that touchdown and that pick are probably going to go away, yeah. maybe some more yeah. tackles, maybe some more tackles for yeah. loss, giving up a better floor, I'm going to classify that as boom. <laughs> so, little <Yeah>. caveat there.
0: <laughs> I don't think he'll bust, per right. se. I, I think yeah. I can agree with that. I think <laughs> I agree with that. I don't expect a big boom. Yeah, or the same boom that we got. I can bring it all the way across the board, man. These are your eagles, fly eagles, fly.
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, mini boom. I'm with you, mini boom. And then there was that that story today that the Browns had interest in who was that Barnett or Graham? One of those two.
1: Oh, please let it be Barnett. I don't want Barnett around this team he's the worst yeah well the,
2: the the thing the the thing with sweat was always the playing time and exactly. that, that improved last year and so the mm-hmm. the production so i'm i'm fine with it i'm going boom mm-hmm. Let's look at another guy that had a really nice end of the season last year and we're kind of unsure about the future. So let's get a read on it. Mr. Carl Granderson of the Saints, 2024 unrestricted free agent. Last year he gave us 53 combined tackles, 9 tackle for loss, 5 sacks, 9 QB hits, a forced fumble, but he only started four games towards the end of the season, played in parts of the other games. He's such a
1: tough guy to evaluate. He oh, yeah. he was on my radar in 21 a little bit because he he flashed a little bit there. So I rostered him in in a good amount of leagues coming in 22, and like you said, it didn't start the year off very good. So I was dropping him, and then of course he comes on pretty strong towards the end of the year there. So now do we say is he going to carry that momentum in this year? It feels like he's the he's the perfect. Description of this boom bus player. He is going to give you a boom or a bus. So when guys are that inconsistent, though, if I have to pick one label for them, I'm going to give him the bus, but he's on my radar. And if I'm in a deep enough league and he might be on waivers in, in a lot of your leagues. I would, I would look into it and maybe try mm-hmm. to sneak him on the end of my roster, wait and see, see if he can develop throughout the year. But right, it really comes down to playing time and, and what scenarios are they putting him in for. So I'm going to give him the bus tag, but I don't dislike him.
0: If he stays with the Saints, I actually like him a little bit. When it comes to a boom, I mean, how much does he really have to do to boom off last year? So you know availability, we've talked that to death. That is a big issue. Uh, Marcus Davenport, we they've been True. swinging with the you know for the fence with this dude forever. <laughs> yes, I'm pulling for Granderson. Am I expecting a huge boom? No, I don't expect a bust. I think his opportunity might come. Uh, a little sooner, though. Uh, what's Cameron Jordan look like? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's. Then you've got that other third rounder or second rounder they just invested in that everybody was actually thinking that he would get his shot last year when uh, Davenport first went down again, mm-hmm. and uh, that didn't quite work out quite the same. It's interesting. Projected by default, I'm going to give him a minor boom. Nice.
2: Yeah, I I like the minor boom I I think you're right, I think Jordan's getting old Davenport just hasn't panned out I don't think it's ever going to pan out So the opportunity Yeah, the opportunity is going to be there And if he can grasp it, then he's definitely got a chance I've seen some freaking news About how the Chiefs could be Interested in Davenport Oh my
0: goodness, that's just perfect Right, yep, put him right in there with Frank Clark We'll forget
2: about him Yeah (laughs) All righty. Let's look at some defensive tackles. Let's start with a guy that really came out of left field last year and added to the just insane amount of good DTs we had in IDP last season. Mr. Grover Stewart of the Colts, who is good to go next year. He's a 2024 UFA. Last year, he gave us 70 combined tackles, nine tackles for loss, seven QB hits, four sacks and three pass defense oh
1: man yeah i think i saw a tweet in the in last off season um where he had like this really awesome pff grade overall but just wasn't getting the playing time and then was projected to get more playing time this year. So grabbed him in a couple places, was obviously super happy with the production this year. So, man, he's he's another tough one, though, because can he sustain that tackle floor, which is pretty ridiculous if we think about it for a DT, right? The sacks were a nice little sprinkle on top, a little sweetener. Yeah, he could probably reach that same number, but I'm actually concerned about tackles. tackle. So uh, he's a... He, This is like now the pessimistic side of me coming out because I like him. I like him. He did well for me this past year. I'm loyal to these guys that that do this to, you know, on my rosters and play well for me um, in this past year. But what I recommend, like, do I think he can repeat that exact production? I don't, You're on gonna, the hot
0: seat, man. Tell us. No, I'm saying
1: bust. I'm gonna say bust. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just agreed about the playing time and the tackle floor. Um, again, same reasoning as said. I don't dislike him as a player. I actually really like him. I'm super happy to have him. But am I going to acquire him? And am I, am I going to him in startups? Probably.
0: Not. Right. That couldn't have climaxed any better than that, man. <laughs> I actually like Grover Stewart. I'm going to roll with him Ah, as a boom. I don't think he's going to get any better than what he did last year, but Mm -hmm. I, I think he'll be worth his draft stock or however you might look at it.
2: Yeah, there are places I'd play Grover Stewart in the yeah. in insane batshit leagues of men where you need four DTs and stuff <laughs> right, like that. Right. Uh, yeah. I'm playing Grover Stewart. Yeah,
0: yeah, that defensive tackle tag, like he mentioned, uh, John had mentioned. I mean, those guys really stood up amongst the defensive line this year as in consistency and average. And I mean, I'm not going to pick uh, I'm not going to pick Grover Stewart over Quincy Williams no shit like that but if I can get my hands on him at defensive tackle I could probably I don't know above about five defensive lines that people would be surprised
2: Right. He'll have some value. It just depends on the league. Uh, yeah. All right. Good stuff there. Let's look at another guy. So this is uh, a dude coming off a, just an insane year at defensive tackle, Mr. Duran Payne of the Commanders. He's good to go for next year, 2024 UFA. Only gave us 32 combined tackles, but of those, 18 were tackled for loss, 20 QB hits, a safety, 11 mm-hmm. and a half sacks, yeah. and 5 <laughs> pass defense. Mm-hmm. Thoughts on Mr. Payne?
0: Uh, since he's the Eagles fan, I'll jump on this real quick.
2: Yeah, I, you know,
0: I like the production since he's staying there this coming year. I was going to question if he moved on. Um, you know, PFF is not in love with the guy. And I think it, we might have seen a little bit of productive by default being by Jonathan Allen this year, even though Payne stood up. He actually, it's contract year. Um, I'm not just dis- can discounting him all the way but to repeat the year that he had last year bust
1: it's it's tough right it's tough to project that amount of sacks again for Mm -hmm. an interior guy like that seems like that's sort of his skill set and and what he excels at right and if chase young can get healthy and that d-line as we've been projecting is stacked across the the four starters like you know, who's going to soak up that production. So I, I was, when I originally saw the sh- the sheet, I, I, you know, my first reaction was boom uh, because they gave him the tag, he's sticking around in the system. But I think you're right. I think he sort of capitalized on some opportunity that might not be there this year again. So with those, when you just went off the stats, I was like, yeah, I think I'm switching yeah. to boom here, uh, wow. off the cuff. So or bus off the cuff. So yeah, I'm I'm I, I think it's gonna be really tough. Again, another guy that you absolutely in DT required yeah. leagues. I mean, he's he's a home run, but if we're comparing, I think this is probably the the top and ceiling of it what we're gonna see for his career production, most likely.
0: Conspiracy theory in Washington. Here's the deal. All right, oh you heard it here, folks. I think that they tagged his ass. He didn't really. Eh, he, they could have found a replacement, possibly, <laughs> yeah, but they're well. waiting to see what happens between Young and Pain. Let the it. let the pony race begin. Oh boy! <laughs> boy. Right. Whoever gets their <laughs> shit together this coming season, yeah. they get paid. Neither get paid.
2: You're True.
0: airlocked. You're out the airlock.
2: That's I like that. really
0: smart, actually. <laughs>
1: yeah,
2: it's not a bad idea. And and I think you guys are right. If we get a full season of Chase Young, which is not likely, but if we do, this <laughs> yeah, is yeah. gonna this his production will fall down. It still though, in DT required leagues, if I can get him is a DT two, preferably, like oh, we're sitting yeah. pretty. How yeah. much longer is that chain gonna be for Riviera? <clears throat> oh a year right. this year, that's it, probably. It is-
0: they just don't, didn't need any more drama this past year or something or yeah. a year before that. Yeah, kind of a little disappointing. Got to get you a QB, man.
1: Uh, sure. They're talking about level. I, I don't know. I'm trying to figure out if I'm being duped or not. But I saw a social media clip where Adam Schefter was interviewing on a podcast and was getting updates. I don't know if he was messing with the host or not, but he's talking about. Potentially Lamar to Washington, um, making a big deal. So that could be completely made up trolling, but it would be interesting to see uh, if they actually made that happen. Me um, and you know enemy goes there. I think you know in the back of his mind, like, hey, maybe they get rid of Rivera in the middle of next year, and I finally get my shot. <laughs> I can take over halfway, yeah. get a little bit of a leash, and you know parlay that into. The next year, head coach of the of the Comets. So, uh-huh. uh, a lot of conspiracy theories
2: going on in Washington. <laughs> it is the no. best down there. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Should, man. It always is. Yeah, they didn't even Rivera didn't even know he was eliminated from the playoffs. <laughs> That's insane.
3: What's that? Your computer has another virus. Well, my friend, you need help to stop your obsession with the dirty <sighs> O. Oh. All of this searching for air yards and yards after catch and blah, blah, blah. Stop your Dirty O obsession by searching for the IDP Pro Players Podcast instead and focus on the other side of the balls. I I mean ball. The crew on the IDP Pro Players Podcast care about you and your technology by holding true to their No Dirty O mantra. Every week, Gary and John bring you the IDP content you need to save your rosters and dominate your league while avoiding the dirty O. Ew. So save your technology by tuning into the IDP Pro Players Podcast with your longtime and totally unoffensive veteran hosts, Johnny the Greek and Gary the IDP Tipster. Follow them on Twitter at capital I, capital D, capital P R O. One word at the IDP Pro Players Podcast
2: we're going to look at a corner cause Gary loves them so much. And then, uh, and then we'll give <laughs> Steve's dealer's choice on the last one here. So let's look at Mr. Kenny Moore for cornerback here. So he's coming off a down year for Kenny Moore, right? However, he's locked in until 2024. He did only give us 65 combined tackles, a sack for pass defense, but he only started 12 games due to injury last mm. year. Thoughts on Kenny Moore. Does he bounce back? Are you guys interested? Does he boom again?
1: Yeah. Why can't he? Uh, we've seen him do it mul- multiple seasons. And at this point, he's probably a cheaper than he's been in years. I'm, I'll go boom on that. I wouldn't recommend reaching for any corner, but I will still give him the boom label. Uh, if he can fight back from these injuries and stay healthy. Then, you know, absolutely. We've seen what he can do. And they're going through a major transition um, outside of that, uh, the defensive line at the next two levels there. So, you know, stalwart of that defense that they're counting on to be a leader as well. So I, I'll give him a boom.
0: If you're asking me, we already know, you know. So I'm going to throw my faith in with Steve and go boom. I guess. Finish this <laughs> off, John. I yeah. don't know, man. Yeah, the cornerback
1: tipster, right? That's no. Yeah. Tell
0: you. Come on, man. <laughs> Hey, look, it's better than the little bit of dirty O that we've been talking about, but it's still freaking corners. Go stream some folks. Go stream it. some.
2: Uh, he's only, guy, only,
0: only guy that I want is what, Sneed? Yeah, yeah
2: that's a good yeah. one. Yeah. And Hobbes,
0: remember Hogs. Oh, yep, yep. Yeah. 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 Some... Other than that. No, that's all right. Give me a second. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Slow all and right. steady. Slow and steady. All all right. Right.
2: You know what? I'm going to I'm going to retract my previous statement. I've got the perfect last guy to take us out here before we give Steve the floor for a little bit. Let's look at C.J. Gardner Johnson, who, according to the link Gary put in here, threw his defensive coordinator under the bus after the Super Bowl.
0: <laughs> Is he I, still there? And then he is a defensive corner, maybe on, right? Yeah, he's
1: somehow somehow got a head coaching job in Arizona. God knows how that happened, um, especially after the Super Bowl performance. So, I I mean, that seems to be a trend, right? Rashad Bateman just did it to his GM. So, it's the typical, that's what players do, especially wide receivers and secondary guys. They love to. Talk that smack um, yeah, yeah. and then just delete the tweet later on. I, it's whatever, you know, I don't, I think that stuff gets a little overblown. Guys are, this is an emotional game. This is these guys' livelihoods. They have far less security than these coaches yeah. get. So, um, you yeah, know, I don't, I don't really mind if he wanted to get that off his chest. He's probably right. Um <laughs> so i i love him i i think he needs to be re-signed uh mm-hmm. i think it's sort of understood that they're going to but it's nothing official yet i guess probably until technically march 13th or whatever kicks off no, no. so as if he remains with the eagles i i think they're gonna keep a, a very similar system so I, you know we saw what he was doing when he was healthy um, so he's a major boom for me, for sure. If he stays nice. in Philadelphia, if he heads elsewhere, who knows? We'll have to look into what what the scheme is that he lands in. But um, in Philly, because the other guys there are very,
0: yeah, very yep. mediocre. Right. So yeah, <laughs> lackluster at best. Yeah. I have I have to agree. We've seen a big sample there in New Orleans before mm-hmm. we ever got to Philadelphia. You know, if they if he plays in Philadelphia, it's a big ass boom for me. I'm wondering if uh, CJ Gardner was like uh, texting Buddha Baker, going ha 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 ha, 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 ha right, right, right. <laughs> Buddha Baker, what the hell, man? Or WTF? Uh, <laughs> either way, we'll, we'll see how. Um, you know, they they do need to stand up and pay this man. Uh, mm-hmm. They, they, like you mentioned, that secondary is uh, the guy. I think they might have a couple of decent corners, at least in DB play. But I'm not. Don't quote me, folks. Yeah. Don't you dare freaking quote me on that. <laughs> so
1: a little long in the tooth there at corner, a little bit. With okay. Oh, well, that's even better for there. CJ if he returns. So <laughs> yeah. you
0: gotta love that. Um, but I think he's capable in any scheme. So I'm just gonna stick with the boom. We've seen a sample. I think we'll see if, you know, we just need to see a full season of it.
1: And he had right. that sweet, sweet uh, dual eligibility, mm. I think, even in MFL. Um, mm. Or at least he had that sweet cornerback eligibility for most mm. of the year. Now that probably got rectified by for shoot for last year, especially while he was playing, having a, a safety eligible a corner was awesome. And oh, yeah. and maybe he gets back to some of that. You know, we see it. We saw him doing it in new orleans that's why he had it um that eligibility so maybe he you know mm-hmm. plays some of this like hybrid slot corner slash strong safety role so yeah i i love his ceiling for sure
2: nice Right. And and what we gotta really think about here is he only he missed five games at the end of the year and he mm-hmm. still gave us almost seventy combined tackles, six picks, a sack, and eight pass defense. Extrapolate five more games on top of that. And you got a safety one right there. That's that's mm-hmm. great numbers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, good stuff there. All right, well, that was Boomer Bust. Let's uh let's give Steve the floor. Anything you wanna plug, anything you wanna talk about, uh announcements, whatever. Fire away.
1: Yeah, just uh, we're doing, we're trying our best to um, give IDP players some some awesome content over at uh, the IDP guys. IDPguys.org is the website, Twitter account. We try to, you know, be active there, DMs open, help, basically just help you manage your teams and win your leagues. We've got awesome subscriber options there. Get ready to work on our rookie magazine for the year, profiling all these guys that you're watching in the combine once we get these numbers settled and whatnot so yeah just really excited for another year of, of pumping out awesome idp content i just if you're dipping your toes if you're listening to this you know trying to learn about idp so they just jump in try it there's so much resource out there um beyond you know any of us here there's there's so many people um, that, that love playing this format so just trying to push people to to you know, step out of your fantasy football comfort zone and uh give this stuff a shot because it is so so much fun. Like I said, first league I played, I fell in love and kept going deeper and deeper and deeper and wanting to play this stuff. So it's just so much fun.
2: Yeah, I can I can back that up, man. Anyone that's <laughs> worried about, you know, well I'm not gonna know it. I don't know the right. play. I'm gonna stink. Like the only way to learn is just drown. You jump mm-hmm. in and you drown for a season or two and you suck and then you There's... get good. That's it. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. All by fire. <laughs> that's how'd, you, I,
0: how'd you do it on the offensive side of the ball? Did you know it all? Oh, did I?
1: Man, anybody who claims that, uh, I got a bridge to sell you. Um, oh, yeah. oh, I think, yeah, uh, yeah I think uh, redraft just stinks. I, I'm falling more <laughs> and more out of love with redraft huh? every single year because that's so offensive centric and there's just so much variance year to year, fighting injuries and stuff. Like, I feel like IDP is um, somewhat more consistent especially because you've got 11 guys playing on that side of the ball to choose from so waivers are always deeper so even if you're hit with injuries you know you can find replacements rel- much easier than on the offensive guy where mm-hmm. at maximum there's six guys on the field who can score fantasy points so i always love my offense but i i definitely do not know at all that's for sure <laughs>
2: Good stuff, man. Well, thank yep. you very much. We really appreciate this. You were are interview number two for us, so uh, thank Sweet. you, man. It was, it's was it been really good stuff.
1: Awesome. This is a blast. I love uh, chopping it up with you guys.
2: I hope to have you back on later, man.
1: 100%.
2: Absolutely. He is at Dynasty Santa on Twitter, and that's it for us. We'll see you all same time, same place next week. Take care. Bye-bye.